Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And we've got a lot of news and like news standard stuff to talk about and some interesting things happening on Arena. We got a whole bunch of Yeah, a whole bunch things. of little stuff. Yeah. We're not like again at this point, I think the standard meta game is the standard meta game. Yeah. <laughs> the modern the modern uh meta meta game is just a jumble of you reach your hand into a bag and you pull out whatever random deck your opponent's playing. Holy moly is it. Did you see the last deck dump? No, no. Oh, it was insane. All over the place. Uh and you know, we can only give you so much legacy content <laughs> in in a quarter. So yeah, as much as we want to give you, I don't think you guys could digest it. Also, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of do these different things about the around Eldrain. Yep. So first, if you want to get a hold of us, you can tweet at us at Casual Tripod on Twitter. Yep. You can hit us up at Casual Tryhard MTG on Facebook. You can email us at show at casualtryhardmtg.com, or you can find us on YouTube at uh, casualtryhardmtg. Yeah. Uh, so coming up, we're going to do our normal set video, so the Throne of Eldraine uh, preview review video of the of the set. Yeah, we'll probably film that the week before pre-release, so you'll get it like right at pre-release maybe? Yeah, probably, because like, yeah. we're going to be gone the weekend before pre-release. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it's gonna be gonna be rough. Yeah, that'll be tough. It'll be a busy week. And then probably build a pre-release kit, which will have to happen like Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, it'll probably just get posted up raw. I imagine we're gonna do something with the brawl decks. We're trying to figure out what I think. uh, I tweeted out an idea that we might kind of do like upgrades Mm -hmm. of the decks, kind of like we did with the challenger decks that Meta got some of you here. Yeah. I think um, uh, we both had more fun than we were anticipating playing the Brawl decks over the weekend. I really enjoy the singleton format. Yeah. I know what it is, right? Here, here's here's the thing. It's going to sound <laughs> terrible. Here we go. Here we go. Right. The social aspect, right? I want to sit down across from my opponent yeah. and try to beat my opponent. Your, your singular opponent? Yes. I don't want to yeah. have to turn to like a third party and be like, Hey, you're gonna let me do this? <laughs> no, I just want to like focus on the person across from me. Yeah, like I don't want to like, have to be like, uh, can you like tap your uh your Trinisphere so I can cast spells <laughs> this turn, but then untap it so they can't? Like, no, I I just want to like do my thing. And if you have a Trinisphere, then I have to deal with that. I don't need to like talk. To, I don't need to have like 45 permanents on the battlefield for yeah. other people have to deal with. See if you just end the game on turn six, you don't have to worry about forty-five permanents. This is true. This is true. I should maybe like strive for that. <laughs> um, it was enjoyable. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. The decks seem really cool. They kind of did unique things. Yeah. And so uh, right now, I have a, a two-lane deck built with uh, swamps holding the spots, but uh, it is the currently the. You don't care about how many wild cards or dollars you spend on <laughs> on the version of the deck. We might have to tone that down a little bit. Yeah, but no, there's the decks are pretty well built, mm-hmm. and there's enough stuff in them that yeah, I don't think it'll break the bank to like upgrade some things. Right. So we're gonna do something with that. Yeah, we we're not sure. We're definitely gonna give you some upgrades. We're still kind of trying to decide whether we want to do some gameplay video with them, or whether we're just gonna review them. Yeah. Um, so let us know. Yeah. If let you us know what have... you want to see. Absolutely. Because, like I said, we can do the same thing where we built, like, you know, a $25 upgrade, $50 mm-hmm. upgrade, or, like, 50 and 100 so you can do kind of everything. Yeah. Or, you know, 
just like here's the raw decks and play some but yep. i'm assuming a lot of you already did that uh yeah that's true probably gameplay videos might not be the best then i didn't think about that yeah so we'll see but let, let us know if there's something you particularly want to see yeah absolutely we're kind of looking forward to it so give us some feedback yeah let us know what you want to see because you know if not you're just gonna get me making my bant wish list <laughs> um and i'll probably be making my jund wish list yeah so. and then we'll be like don't buy the Mardu deck. Uh, <laughs> then we'll call it Mardu-do for nothing, right? Yeah, hot takes. There we go. <laughs> this was a big week for Watsy stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what uh, what got us on topic of the Brawl decks. It was kind of cool the way they rolled it out. I don't know how many people like followed the whole rollout. Did you follow the whole rollout? Most of it. Like Some things were sent out while I was sleeping. So. Well, I meant like from the time they started streaming. Uh, Did you watch them baking cookies? I didn't. I I caught it like a little bit at the end. I okay. I rewatched it. I think I missed like yeah. two minutes of it yeah. where they brought out the cookies and stuff. Well, no, there was like ten minutes of somebody baking cookies. Okay, I did not see that. I showed up. Yeah, it was really weird. When I rewatched the the video on YouTube, I where I cut in with the yeah. the thing they put up. Yeah, was like I missed two minutes of it with like okay. Mark Rosewater and guy from Command Zone. Guy from Command Zone and woman design person oh um oh what is her name she's a art director right yeah or something or like lead story or something mm, yeah it's gone i don't know for for our lady listeners yeah i didn't know the asian guy's name either so it's not a sexist <laughs> thing it was asian guy taller woman with dark hair <laughs> don't know one of those names uh mark rosewater and friends yeah so it was actually kind of cool the way they rolled it out it was really bizarre at first um i was actually at the game store i had just gotten out of work uh we left early because of the storm um and i was hanging out with anthony when they like started the stream so i just sat there and watched the stream when they announced the stream was on it was like somebody making cookies like they were making gingerbread cookies okay and it wasn't like part of a video and it wasn't like spoilers or whatever it was just somebody like baking cookies and like decorating them see all i thought you about the rollout was the like the 12 cards they started tweeting 12 well, hours also, before but like those cards led up to the start of the stream yes yeah and then like part way through like this person making cookies or whatever they started peppering in some of the spoilers that they had done like hourly for the 12 hours before that or whatever and then like the cookies that they were decorating like started to get like you could tell it wasn't just somebody making gingerbread cookies anymore. Like they had like weird facial expressions and stuff and they were getting colored weird. And then it went into like, as soon as they were done making cookies, it went right into the trailer. Oh, okay. So I, I didn't see any of that lead up. Yeah. The, the trailer was, uh, good. Yeah. It was awesome. I thought it was super sweet. My wife watched it and I was like, check this out. And she enjoyed it. I know Brian Gottlieb from arena decklist said his wife watched it and just like enjoyed it. Yep. And when we were at the uh, store on Friday night, somebody else, said that their wife who was not into magic really enjoyed the trailer yeah i mean it was an entertaining like kind of self-contained little story Mm -hmm. they kind of gave you a feel of like the kind of the weird the world's kind of like a weird mishmash of like knights and like high fantasy but also like fairy tale lore that kind of gets like yeah pushed together it was good it was if you haven't seen it it's like three minutes or something it's like totally digestible and well worth watching it was great um, and uh, it had Garrick in it. It did. So, so that's cool. Garrick's coming back. Yeah. We have the cards. And then speaking of cookies. Yeah. Right. We ended the stream or partway through the stream. They brought out other cookies mm-hmm. that were the set 
symbols for all the sets for the for, coming year. Yep, for next year. Which is this like the first time they've done something like that? Like they usually do they spoil like a whole year's worth of sets this early? I felt like No, they, actually we didn't get Throne of Eldraine until a couple months ago. Yeah, so I feel like this is weird that they were just like here's all the sets. I think that like last time they an- had their big announcement day, they did spoil like a whole year's worth of sets, but that was like two years ago almost, I think. Yeah, so uh, the first one, uh, it'll be coming in January, mm-hmm. is a Theros uh, Beyond Death. Yeah, super stoked for that one. So so what do you think is going to be going on there? I mean, Elspeth has to come back, right? Yeah. She's been trapped in the underworld for six years now. Yeah, apparently the conceit is, is that now you're going to the underworld of yep. Theros. Yep. And, I mean, what set? There was some set where, well, no, it was the master the masterpiece boxes, or what are they called? Uh, the Mythic Edition. Mythic Edition. Yeah. Where, like, the art for uh, Elspeth Knight Errand yeah. was her with a death mask on. Yep. So, like, they're setting it up that she's, like, you know, just chilling out dead in the underworld. Yep. So. She's um, coming back. Four white black? Sure. Something. Yeah, something. We'll find We'll find out. Um, it's kind of weird though like if they do make her white black like we just finally got our white back planeswalker right yeah i'm just joking like she's dead now so i feel like she has to be black but whatever (laughs) yeah i don't do game design (laughs) (laughs) and then after theros after theros uh we have a brand new plane called ikora ikora sure hooked on phonics didn't go to west virginia yeah (laughs) um supposed to be a brand new plane and they teased it as making monsters. You get to make monsters. So James has a very specific thing he wants. What is the thing that you want? I want hosts and I want augments. From Unstable. Yeah. That was not what he said on Friday night. He specifically <laughs> said on Friday night, I want monkey baby. I want monkey baby. Like three times, I want monkey baby. It was like a Beetlejuice situation. Like I was afraid a monkey baby would show up and just be like, oh. Just appear from the table. Yeah, it's like this is this is scary. Yeah. Well, that um, was my favorite part. Like the unset was a blast to draft. I drafted that probably more than I've drafted any other set. Like I drafted every every chance I could get, and the hosts and augments played really well. Like I could definitely see that being an actual mechanic. Now I don't think that they printed exactly like they did in the unset because normally they change things for for black border, but it, like it played really cool. Yeah. It might be something like a fixed meld, where yeah. like meld was kind of eh. Oh, it was we, very eh. Like we talked about, so maybe they kind of come up with a way to make it work yeah. better. Yeah. Meld was a mechanic from Eldritch Shadows Moon, right? Eldritch Moon. Eldritch Moon, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was not good. You could like take two creatures, but they had to be specific creatures, and then like they kind of smashed together and made yeah, like so a it bigger was, like, creature. Yeah, so if you controlled two cards at the end of your turn the cards flipped over and then stuck together yeah to make one big card yeah that acted like a single big card right uh which was not great no it wasn't great and limited it wasn't great constructed yeah it did not work well and host and augments i didn't play the i don't think it did an unstable draft but if it was fun yeah it was a lot of fun they could do something similar that you know where they're not making monkey babies you're making centaurs or something i don't know oh that'd be awesome yeah thank you (laughs) maybe i do do game design i want an octopus horse (laughs) octahorse horsepod look out (laughs) octomom We have a horse. <laughs> gotta have, gotta have a horse that can carry all those kids. Yeah. Like, that's a reference from like 2002 <laughs> that I still make in class. Octomom. Octomom. Yeah. 
I guess I've moved up to the Duggars. Okay. I'm like, you got you got a bunch of kids. Like, what's one more? I'm like, look at this. Look at this atom. It has a bunch of it has a bunch of electrons. What's one more? Who cares? <laughs> right? And they're like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, sure. Uh, so okay, we're making monsters, uh, yep. and then we have Corset 2021. Yeah. What do you think about Corset 2021? Uh, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Like, I actually made an audible noise that my wife said, oh, no, you're not happy. <laughs> uh, because it's Teferi-themed. Yeah. We haven't had a broken Teferi card for the last... Like, Set? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, haven't, we haven't had a broken Teferi card since May. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then before that, for the previous May. Was it May? Yeah, Dominary came out, didn't? Because it was like, yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, maybe since it'll come out and then instead of April or May, it'll come out in June or July. Maybe that means like the Teferis aren't format warping and soul crushing. I don't know. And like ruining multiple formats. Yeah. So they said that the set was Teferi themed. We're assuming it's going to be like Core 2020, where Core 2020 was Chandra themed. Yeah. Where you might get like kind of the story of like Teferi. Because like, He's an old timey magic character who has like timey. a lot of lore. Yeah. I think Chandra's story is more like has been like her being young. Yeah. And then like maturing into her powers. Like yeah, I don't know what Teferi's Tef- old. Yeah. But so I don't know like, you know, what you would look at. Like I don't think they would do the same thing where you would have like, I don't know, twenty two year old Teferi like kicking it with Urza and then like Well, we just uh we just met his daughter in Dominaria, right? I wonder if they're gonna play up on that. We did? Yeah, she was in Dominaria. I have no idea. Sure, I believe you. Yeah. I have no idea who this is. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what her name is, but she was there. Sounds good. You're going to make me look it up, aren't you? No, it's fine. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Again, Brian's deep in the lore. Yeah. I mean, they put the lore behind a paywall. Brian's not ever going to get deep in the lore again. I could spend $4 to read. No, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> I'll wait for... No, nah, I don't care. Yeah, no, uh, you don't care. So, yeah, Core 2021 will be uh, Teferi-themed yep. somehow. Yep. And then we go Return to Return set again. Yeah. Uh, return to Returning to Zendikar for Zendikar Rising. Rosewater was pretty vocal when we went uh, to battle for Zendikar that um, we kind of went back to Rise of the Eldrazi instead of back to Zendikar. Yeah, he didn't want to battle for Zendikar. He wanted to, like... Yeah. Fine. He went to adventure on Zendikar. Yeah. So this is this is supposed to be returned to actual Zendikar instead so of like, return to rise. So like first set. So yeah. like the the idea of like you could see maybe trap cards coming back. Yeah. And like um, the adventure aspect of that plane. Like for you guys that are newish to the game, you might only know Zendikar as the Eldrazi plane. It wasn't until the last. Uh, Zendikar set the first time. Like the first two sets were very different from Rise of the Eldrazi, and Zendikar was supposed to be like the adventure world. It was supposed to be D and D themed. Um, so I'm assuming that's what we're going back to. Yeah, I didn't know it was supposed to be D and D themed, yeah. but like, yeah, it was the allies, and like there were the like the expedition, like colony hard expedition, yep. where you do something a few times and you get an effect. Mm-hmm. And then you had the the trap cards where your opponent does something, and then you get you to, get to Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, 
You've activated <laughs> my trap. Right? You get to do something to them for free. Like, you know, mind break trap, you could cast it as a counter spell, but if they cast three spells, you get to cast it for free. Right. Yep. Then archive trap is if they search their library, you get to mill them for thirteen for free. Yep. Or you can pay I don't know what the casting cost is, no yeah, one can pay the casting cost. But you get to do stuff like that. Yep. Ravenous trap, you can exile the graveyard, right? If they put three cards into their graveyard yep. from anywhere and it's two, two black, black black. Yeah. Uh for the actual cost. So there was stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where we went back to like just giant monsters. Yep. So it'll be a different feel than what most people have seen yeah. for for Zendikar. Yeah, I'm hoping they stick with landfall though. That landfall is a really cool mechanic that was in both original Zendikar and Battle for Zendikar. Yeah, it's a mechanic that works because it pays you for drawing lands late in the yeah. game. Yep. Which is something that Magic always has to like deal with is like when you just draw a card that doesn't do anything with right. landfall, your lands always do something. Yeah, they're always kind of a spell. We also got some really cool utility lands the first time around. So yeah, and then we got we got we finished the cycle of creature lands. Yep. The second time. Yeah, that's true. So we probably won't get man lands again. Well, man lands were World Wake though, right? They weren't Zendikar. Mm, yes, but yeah. like the plane of Zendikar had yeah the yep. creature lands yeah yeah so that's all coming through the next year yeah uh, me being a degenerate I bought thirty five Starfield Mystics <laughs> for going back to Theros yeah yeah because Theros is all is the enchantment set and yep. Starfield Mystic makes enchantments cheaper and they were like fifty cents sounds like a good deal again we're gonna try to move the market here ally encampment. The ally, the land that taps for any color for allies. Yep. If you're going back to Zendikar, you're getting allies. Yeah, probably. I have 15 or so. I might get more. <laughs> get uh, you some foils. Yeah, really. It's it's a tribe that's close in modern. Like yeah. there was an ally modern allies deck, and it was close. But humans has kind of overtaken it. As yeah, I mean. Like, is, when Allies was a deck in Modern, the format was a lot more powered down than it is now, also. Yeah. Allies was, like, a purely, like, aggressive deck. Its draws yeah. were very aggressive. Humans is more disruptive. If they give right. us a disruptive ally or two, mm-hmm. right, that might move Allies into, you know, being, you know, second-rate humans as opposed to fifth-rate humans. Right. And, you know, people are going to want to play Allies. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have real fond memories of Allies. It was a, a really popular and strong deck during its time in Standard. Yes. So. So that's what's happening in the next year. So we're going to now kind of move to the more near term and talk about what's coming in the next two weeks or so. And that is Throne of Eldraine. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to break it down into like what the mechanics are. Yeah, we're going to talk about mechanics a little bit and then we'll get into some some of the cards that were previewed. Yeah, so we are, you know, level 0.5 judges. So we're not really judges. (laughs) Sure, not Uh, at all. So we're going to do our best to explain the mechanics, but they're pretty straightforward. Yeah, the only one that's kind of weird is the first one, I guess. Is um, Adventure. Yeah, Adventure. Yeah. We got the card Frame spoiled, I don't know, two months ago, a month ago, something like yeah. that. And it's the one that has the weird split text box in it. Yes. That everyone was wondering what the hell it was. Turns out we know what it is now. Uh, the card overall is a creature and then that little weird part of the text box is going to be an additional spell yeah so the left hand side of the text box is the spell yep the right hand side of the text box is the text for the creature right so for these adventure cards you can cast it as a creature if you want to and then it's just whatever that creature is or you could cast it for its adventure um some of them are instant some are sorceries whatever they have a different mana cost when that spell resolves Instead of it going to your graveyard, it goes on an adventure into exile. Yeah. 
they actually have a token. Yeah, I don't know that like, the rules say you have to put a token on it. Yeah, well, there's a token, and the token says, like, put your adventure cards here. Yeah. So you set it on the token. It's yeah. just to signify that it's, like, a different exile, I guess. Yeah. I mean, right. it's not a different exile. But, but just yeah. to help keep track of which ones are on an adventure and which yeah. ones are Well, it's not, it's not like Karn, though, right, where you, you put a silver counter on it? Yeah. Like, but, it doesn't, I don't think it actually says, you know, put a counter on it or No, anything. it just says, like, exile it. Yeah. Right. Um, and then from exile, you get to cast it as a creature. This one is a lot of value. Yeah. Right? So, you basically, one card you get to cast it twice. Yep. So it's cast if the sorcery is good is if the sorcery is good and the creature is fine. Mm-hmm. Right? Well let's get, talk about a real card for a minute. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the the red one that's in the Brawl deck. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's one and a red. The Ember the Ember Shield Smasher or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a man. one and a red for a two one. So Goblin Piker. Yep. And its adventure is one and a red. It's just red. Is it just red? It's I just thought red. it was one and a red. It's just red. Okay. So it's red for a sorcery that says destroy target in, uh, target artifact. Yes. So you pay a red, you destroy an artifact, it goes to exile. The same turn, the next turn, ten turns from now, if you need a creature, you pay one and a red, and you get a one-two. There are two one. Two one. Yeah. yeah. Two one. Um. So yeah, so like the card, if you cast it all in one turn, mm-hmm. it's Manic Vandal. Right. Right, which is fine. Yep. But if you spread it out, like you can sneak in the destroy an artifact mm-hmm. when you play your four drop on turn five and then blow up a, an artifact mm-hmm. and then you have this card just chilling out. So they're pretty flexible. I think the ones that are going to be best are the ones that the adventure is cheaper than the creature's casting cost. Yeah, probably. So you can, on an earlier turn, get... Some value. Some value fitted on your curve somewhere. Yeah. And then later on in the game, have like a meaningful creature. So like Beanstalk Giant from the uh, Chulain deck. I actually really like that card in that yeah, Chulain deck. Is two and a green. Yep. Uh, search your library for a land card, put it on... Uh, basically, and put it on the battlefield. Yep. Untapped. Right. Right. And then for seven mana, you get an XX where X is equal to the number of lands you control. Mm -hmm. So you get like a spell you can cast on turn three and then a spell you can do later on. Right. So you can think of them as like a creature that has like a tacked on ability for whatever the mana cost is. Mm -hmm. So there's the, is it Order of Midnight? The one one in a black for a two, two flying can't block. Okay. And it for its adventure is one in a black return a creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Gravedigger, mm-hmm. right? But instead of Gravedigger being three and a black, it's two black black. If you did it all in one turn, right? But you can spread it out. These cards do two things: one, they give you again, they give you the value. Mm-hmm. But two, they also there's a tension. Yeah. Right. Do you for Order of Midnight? Are you on the beatdown plan now? Do you want to play your two two for two? Right. Or do you want to save it for the return a creature effect? And then get your 2-2 later. And then get your 2-2 later. Yep. So it does give you some more like gameplay decisions. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, okay, do I want the creature or not? But then it makes bounce super powerful. Really powerful. Right? So like you... Like let's say you play the the destroy an artifact, the ember shield Mm -hmm. smasher. You destroy an artifact. Mm -hmm. You play your creature. Right. And then you have some way to bounce it. They they play another artifact. You run away together. 
run you run away together right <laughs> then you play your then you smash their artifact again yeah right so you get all these spells that are like recyclable mm-hmm. they're they're interesting in that regard they yeah. give you they give you a lot to do they sure do that'll be interesting it looks like they have we'll talk about a couple in a little bit that are that aren't just limited plants like it looks like yeah. it's a, a a mechanic that they want to work in constructed mm-hmm. like it seems like that mechanic is really value packed Yes. And anything that has that much value in it has the potential, at least, to be constructed playable. They, they printed one card uh, well, uh, that is a thousand percent. This is, we want this played in standard. Yeah. It's like one of the best versions of the card, of this, of the instant, the spell side of it that's ever been printed. Other than the original, yeah. Yeah. So, so then we have, after that, we have food. Yep. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, 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 nom. So, food or, uh, artifacts that are two tap sacrifice gain three life yeah it was actually kind of cool the way they rolled this out because they showed us a card with food on it and then didn't tell us what food was for like a day yeah like oko yeah like what is food i don't know but he makes it he makes it so food does two things Mm -hmm. one it's it's what's on the the token right but two it is the food Mm-hmm. for other effects in the set so there's some yeah. like sacrifice of food to do some this, ability yeah right there was savvy hunter which was when it's a three three for mm-hmm. one green black when it attacks make a food yep or when it blocks make a food and then you could sack two foods to draw a card right there are ways that like you can use food as a resource beyond just the way to gain life yep it's kind of like the treasures were in that regard there was a couple, like two two cards, I think, that let you do something with treasures besides sacking them for mana. Yeah, well, there was one that was like sack two, draw a card. Yeah, sack like two, a draw a card. black pirate guy. Yep. I'm waiting for the revel in riches. Right. But food. For food. The smorgasbord. The smorgasbord, gluttonous feast or something. Yes. You have like 10 foods, you win the game. I'm down. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be a thing that happens. I'm a sure. fat kid, man. I want I want all the food. <laughs> I want all the food. <laughs> I think that one thing that might happen in constructed because of food, if food is like reasonable, mm-hmm. like I think it makes aggro decks bad because if you're just incidentally getting like two mana gain three life, right? As like your your main game plan is to make these to use as another resource for something. Yeah. But if your opponent's like red creature attack you, you're like cool make a food i'll gain three life like time walk you right go oh uh-oh. <laughs> okay uh i need to attack with more stuff i mean that's that seems fine though right we've had like mono red aggro be oh yeah not, the I, best deck or almost the best deck if not the best deck for, for like two year. years now yeah no i am fine with that but i'm just <clears> saying like if you're if you're like you know looking for your like your sweet sweet aggro cards this might not be the uh the set for you. No, the set definitely feels uh, more mid-rangey. Yes. Uh, and then we have the last mechanic here is Adamant. And Carson went deep, deep on some like mechanics so I forgot about. Well, so there was about. Devotion, which was the mechanic from last Theros, which I'm assuming is going to come back. Devotion went over really well. People really liked it. And it rewards you for being, if not monocolor, almost monocolor, having lots yeah. of colored mana pips that are all the same color. So assuming that we're going back to Theros, I mean, we are going back to Theros, Assuming they're bringing Devotion back, this is kind of a good way to get us ready for that. But kind of the the inspiration for Devotion was an old mechanic. I don't remember what set it used to be in. Future Sight, maybe? 
it was Chroma. Okay. That also rewarded you for having on color mana pips. Yeah, so Chroma was like, Hey, if you pay a car if you play this card, you get a buff for how many mana yep. of the same color you have. Yep. And that's basically what devotion was. Probably the most popular devotion card was Grey Merchant of Asphodel, right? Or the was the big green guy that got like Reach or something? If you, I don't know. I remember Gray Merchant. Yeah, I remember, I remember Merchant. Reach guy, yeah. uh, Arbor or something Colossus. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. After the history lesson, Adamant yeah. is you have your card with its regular mana cost. Right. So there's a red card named Escape Me. It's two and a red, deal three damage to a any target. target. Yeah. To any target. But then Adamant, if you pay three red mana, yep. you deal four damage instead. If the card's mana cost was paid with at least three red mana. Yes. You do four damage instead. Yeah, so it's, you know, two and a red. If you pay two and a red, right. you deal three. Right. If you pay red, red, red when you cast it, yep. you deal four. Four. Yep. There's a white card also, I think. Three and a white. Uh, your creatures get like... Plus one, plus, plus one. one. And if you play three white, they get Vigilance or something? Yeah, something like that. It's like bad Unbreakable Formation. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I just like had a horrifying thought. How is the auto-tapper going to handle this? Oh, not well. Like, are you going like, to have to tap all your lands like manually? Probably. Because like, like, you're going to just like play your adamant spell, and it's like not going to tap your dual lands, yeah. and you're going to like lose a game. Have you noticed the auto-tapper being weird lately? Like being worse than it was a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I think, like, the last update, like, it yeah. got wonky. Yeah. It seems like they do an update, the auto-tapper gets weird, then yeah. they, like... Fix it. Fix it, and then they do another update, and the auto-tapper gets weird. Yeah. Speaking of auto-tapper and stuff, other magic news. Apparently, we're out of beta on September 26th. Yeah. Right, so they can no longer say it's open beta. It, it, <laughs> now the like, problems are real. Yeah, in two weeks, it's supposed to actually work. Yeah. And they don't get to, like, <laughs> rely on the crutch of... We're in beta. Yeah, we're in beta. So those are the mechanics. They're pretty straightforward. Like, I think food's going to give us a lot of play where, like, that might be a resource that matters for other things. We've already seen some cards that use it. Yeah, we uh, we had one. I think we're going to talk about the card in a little while here. Mm-hmm. But there was one card that made me question food as a mechanic because food kind of seems like a cross to me between treasures and energy. Yeah, or, like, clues. Well... I don't know. Like, it might just be energy. It might just be energy. I don't think that they're going to push it as much as they did energy, but you want to talk about that card right now? Which one are we talking about? Uh, Wicked Wolf. Yes. Sure. So it's two green green for a 3-3. When it enters a battlefield, it fights something. And you can sacrifice a food to give it plus one, plus one, or put a plus one, plus one counter on it and give it indestructible until end of turn. And tap it. So it's regenerate. Yeah. But like that card feels very bristling hydra. Yeah. The main difference is, is that bristling hydra fed itself. Right. So that might be what they're they're doing is they might be separating the cards that use food. From the enablers. From the enablers. But that kind of just sounds more like energy instead of less like energy though. But like I feel like all the cards that used energy made energy. To some extent. Like Whirler Rogue. Not Whirler. But they weren't great. Like if you didn't play them with cards that made just made energy though they weren't great they were just okay. Yeah, but I don't know if they're gonna give us like you know a tune with Aether, you know. Yeah. Like you know snack midnight time. snack. Yeah, midnight snack. Go get a land and make a food. Yeah. Now they're they're giving us birds of food a dice. Uh, <laughs> birds of food a dice. Yeah, I tried golden goose <laughs> yeah. one in the green for an O two. Mm-hmm. Make a food. Make a food. 
tap it, sack of food, make it may not have any color, yep. and then one on the green tap, make a food. Yep. It depends on like how powerful the payoffs are and mm-hmm. how many cards randomly have food stapled to them. Yeah. That you would play anyway or like close and food pushes them over the top right i think the thing with energy is they didn't realize how much one energy was worth yeah right so like um long tusk cub long tusk cub but i know the the one that got banned uh rogue refiner rogue refiner yeah right three two draw a card make two energy is almost like draw two cards it's almost like draw two cards so it was a little too far right so like i don't think they're gonna make like Two two blue green one blue green two two, draw a card make a food. Oh yeah, like I don't think they're gonna do something like that. Oh, I want to play that card. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Probably gets banned. Yeah. So it just kind of depends on like where they balance where yeah. food got balanced. But yeah, it could be. It could just be this other resource mm-hmm. that is stapled onto enough cards that you end up yeah being like I'm the food deck. Maybe we'll see. So we have a bunch of previews now, like. An unreasonable number of previews, like yeah, it seems like they really piled them on. I think some of that they had to because they gave us the brawl decks over the weekend. They did. Um, so according to Mythic Spoiler, it says that we're at seventy-two of two hundred and sixty-nine. Wow, that's a lot for first day of spoilers. Yeah, but some of those seventy-two are the Planeswalker decks and the brawl decks and the brawl decks. So actually, there's like closer to three hundred and forty cards. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, because you're kind of you, right. Because like they said, there were like 20 brawl exclusive cards. Yeah, and so most of those are spoiled. So we're about a quarter of the way through all things Eldraine. Yeah, and so there's been a lot of stuff. And like for some of it, you have to like kind of step back and go like, yeah, it was busted in brawl, but yeah, that's this brawl is not going to translate to um, yeah actual magic. Yeah. So actual magic. We have a few um, cards here that we thought were, were good. Yeah, these are kind of in no particular order. And I don't even know if you want to cover all of them. When I had started making the list, we didn't have everything. Uh, yeah. All of today's spoilers in yet. So I kind of put some in there. I don't know if you want to talk about them or not. Well, I but... want to talk about the first one because I okay. think the first one like is format defining. All right. Start us off. So Oko, Thief of Crowns. Yep. So it's one blue green okay. for an Oko Planeswalker. Mm-hmm. That has four loyalty to start. Yep. I got to find him. It's a plus two. Yes. Create a food token. Plus one. So two plus abilities. That's noteworthy. Target artifact or creature loses all abilities and becomes a green elk with base power and toughness 3-3. So almost like beast beast within, but only for creatures or artifacts. Yeah. What I think is weird is it doesn't destroy the creature. Oh, that's true. So I when the card so, when the card got spoiled, it kind of breaks one of Magic's like typical rules of being a paper game, and this is yeah. where like Arena comes in. Yeah. Right. Like, how do you track that? Right. They used to like spell it out like, hey, like put like a, a counter on it, and it's an elk counter. Well, how did you track God Pharaoh's gift or Scarab God though? Poorly. Right. They were tracked horrifically, and that was. I mean, it was kind of during Arena, but it was kind of before Arena too. Yeah. But like it was, it was a card that was poor. That was yeah. like poorly tracked. People were like pulling their cards out of sleeves to denote like this is a zombie now. Yeah. Well, how many times? I think you caught me at least twice, like at big events, like not realizing that my zombie was black. Like I, I think I remember you calling a judge on me because I didn't realize my zombie was black. Yeah. Sorry. But no, uh, it's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Don't be sorry. I mean, there were people to the point of like making their own overlay tokens where they were like cutting out the art and like yeah. the text box, but it said like zombie 
four four. Yeah. So it could they could lay over their zombies. I mean, some people have like way too much time with an exacto knife. Yeah, way but, too much time. But like that's what people were doing. It's like a poorly it was a poorly tracked thing. Yeah. And I think this is going to be similar. Like, yeah. is that an elk? Because it's going to say hydroid crisis on it. Right. But it's going to be a three three vanilla. Right. And you got to like keep in your mind like no, no that's a three three vanilla. Like how do I denote this? And then the minus five, mm-hmm. the ultimate, is exchange control of target artifact or creature you control with target creature and opponent controls with power three or less. Mm-hmm. Let's say you play Gilded Goose, mm-hmm. and then turn two, you play Noko. Mm-hmm. Plus, it make a food. Can your opponent play a creature? Give mm-hmm. them your their, you give them your food. Right. You take their creature, and you have a blocker for the next creature, and you make another food. And then anything meaningful they play, you turn into a 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. Right? That's like, a good point. Like, on turn, if you're on the play on turn three, right, you, like, play him, plus you presumably had a two-drop of some sort. Yeah. You block their attacker, you take their thing next turn, right? You just like you two for one them. Mm-hmm. Like, cool, have a food, have three life. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take <laughs> your creature. Right. So yeah, that's I think, a good point. Yeah, so I think that like it could be like a like a almost like a bridge card or a cyborg card in like and like a blue green ramp deck. Like if your opponent's trying to run you over, you just like Oko food go and it has six loyalty now. Yeah. Like they can't attack it right. and try to like knock it down. And if they are attacking your Oko that's like, fine. You're just gaining life. You're like, cool. Like you did three to it, plus it. Yeah. I've got like six life in the bank, plus this Oko on five. That if you don't kill, I'm just gonna take your thing. Yeah. So like, I think it's gonna be something that is that really might define the format. And it I might. mean, it's a three mana walker that all of its abilities seem reasonable. Yeah. See, that's the other thing is like three mana planeswalkers have traditionally in the past been very hard to evaluate. Yes. So. Look at uh, Narset. Like, no, yeah. nobody saw that card going into spoilers. Yeah, and uh, it apparently is ruining Vintage. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's Vintage about? Casting spells and drawing cards. Well, you get to cast spells with Narset out, but you don't get to draw any cards. Right. Yeah, I think Oko could, like, you know, just kind of, like, set the format up to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Where, like, now you've got to play, like four mana things. Like, you can't be aggressive. Yeah. Because they just, like, Oko steal your thing. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That card looked really interesting to me. Um, I kind of like the new Garrick, too. Yeah. it. This has come up a few times. It might have a problem, but what does the card do first? It's a four black green for a five loyalty planeswalker Garrick. His zero ability creates two, two, two black and green wolf tokens with when this creature dies, put a loyalty counter on each Garrick you control. It has a minus three destroy target creature and draw a card. And minus six is you get an emblem with creatures you control, get plus three, plus three, and have trample. You can't get to its emblem without one of your wolves dying. Right. Which is fine. Like, you just, like, hit the zero button and make, like, a bajillion wolves. I do believe Gideon, ally of Zendikar, Mm -hmm. had a similar uh, ability that worked out okay. It sure did, and it only made one. Yeah. So, yeah, that seems fine. Um, You could also cash his ult in right away, though. Yeah, this is true. But yeah, but like, this is a way better alt. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It just, but just making yeah, making a bunch of blockers and attackers is good. Mm-hmm. Attackers that if they block and kill, right, your attackers get giant the next turn. Oh yeah. But I think the the problem is is like where standard has been. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for where standard is going to be, but I have a feeling, right, that it's like super big. Yeah. Right? Like, is this better than Liliana Dreadhorde General? I don't know if it is or not. But, like, has anyone realistically played Liliana other than the occasional, like, like Esper control deck? 
Yeah, not like, really. Just needs a random six drop. Yeah. Right. So you know that they've won the game. They just like which ham sandwich would I like? Right. So I just worry that like in a world of like I'm gonna like hydrate crisis or like activate my golos three times, that like six mana make two two twos yeah. isn't gonna matter. I mean, I could be wrong, but it just seems like. I mean, I mean, it also makes layer two twos five fives. It does, but like you know, like if, what if you play this in the golos deck? Yeah, I mean, you could. Where you're just like, okay, all my stuff is five fives now. I mean, again, one of your rules has to die. I mean, it's not that hard to set up for a two two to die. No, it's not. Like just about any combat will do that. Yeah, <laughs> but just like if standard stays in this like big like Nissa go giant world, yeah, it's gonna make it hard for him to like. Because he's like your top end thing, but if your top end thing is a flying eight eight that drew you four cards, yeah, I mean, that's like, a good point. It's 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 hard to compete with that. Which you know, again, there's and there's also like Liliana at that spot as well. That yeah. like is like the six mana like giant engine. Yeah, that like, draw you two two is draw you a card instead of uh, yeah, make you an emblem and like you kill. You know, if you don't have a lot of creatures in your deck, you just, like, minus and kill two creatures. Yeah. And if you have a creature in your deck, you, you know, kill your creature, draw a card. Yeah. And kill their two creatures. So, no, I think it's good. I just, like, is standard going to be a place where that card fits? I don't know. I think it's, uh, it might be a little too early. To, I know you're you're all in on ramp is going to be a thing, but I'm all I think in it might be a little too early to tell that yet. True. Let's wait for some more spoilers. I know you think this card's sweet. This next one, I don't know how playable it is, but it's oh no, I never said it was good. I said it was sweet. Okay, so what what is what is Piper of the Swarm? It's a two mana one two. It's a one and a black. Woo. Rats you control have menace. Okay, you can pay one and a black to make a one one rat, and you can pay two and a black, tap it, and sacrifice three rats to gain control of a creature. Okay, I just think it's sweet. We need we need more rats. Well, I mean, we might have some more rats. We burglar don't know rats are on the team. I mean, I I have played burglar rats before. Yes. <laughs> Too bad, Dominaria. We're getting rid of uh, whatever that rat was. Uh, relentless rats. Yeah, is that yeah. Yeah, the one that you can have as many as you want? Was it relentless rats? Maybe. I don't. Know. I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah, no, no. Uh, it's sweet. Yeah. Don't know if it's playable, but it is sweet. It's sweet. It'll be on my brawl deck. Okay. <laughs> This next card is um, Robusto. I found this card through the Jund Facebook group before I saw it anywhere else. So you're telling me these guys know what they're doing now? Oh, no, they definitely know. This card is not Jund playable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's Murderous Rider. This is uh, one of the adventure cards. So the adventure is called Swift End. It's uh, one black black for an instant. Oh, hey, I got a question for you. What's up? So the way this is templated, it says Instant Dash Adventure. Is this a new card type for Goyf? Is Adventure a new c- I don't know. I don't know either. We should call a judge. Or we should at least wait for them to like do the, the set notes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we'll, ex- we'll explain it in the set notes. Huh. Uh, yeah, it, it could be. It'd be weird, like, one card being two types. Like, it's not that that doesn't happen. Right. Like, Bitter Blossom is, like, an enchantment and tribal. Tribal, yeah. Is it three types, though? Is it a creature... Creature instant, instant adventure? Adventure. I don't know. Suddenly becoming done playable. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it might be. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Land, sorcery, three more types attack you. <laughs> that's a big goif. I don't think that's the way it works. That no, can't, can't be the be. way it works. Yeah. All right. So anyways, uh, Swift End is the adventure portion of Murderous Rider. It's a uh, one black black 
For an instant, destroy target creature or planeswalker, you lose two life. So it's the best hero's downfall we've had since hero's downfall. Yes. Yep. All the other ones have been sorcery or more mana. Yeah. I mean, Vraska's Contempt saw a bunch of play and it was more mana. And yeah. Like the difference from three to four is huge. Yeah. And like this card is every black deck's going to play four. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is the card I was thinking of. What is the kill a creature and planeswalker card? Because mm-hmm. we absolutely need one. Yeah. And this is it. And it's a good one. Yeah. That spell is yeah. stapled to... Murderous Rider, which is one black black for a 2-3 with lifelink. And when it dies, it goes on the bottom of your library. It is pretty good. Yeah, real good. So it's just like a heart... The the first half, the, the adventure half, is a playable magic card on its own. Yes, absolutely. The back half is a fringe playable constructed card yeah i mean it's one more mana than gifted aetherborn gifted aetherborn and doesn't have death touch yeah so like it's fringe yeah but like like i think like we said before if you have a good with one of the halves is good and the other half is okay oh yeah yeah. i mean you play this you you play this and this is exactly that like like i could even see instances where like you play it just for the swift end and you want to increase your chances of drawing this later in the game. So even though you don't need the 2-3 lifelink or don't want the 2-3 lifelink, you cast it just to get it back in your deck. Yeah. If there is like an uh, an Esper control deck, a black base control deck, mm-hmm. right? You have a a removal spell with a eh, win con staple to it. I mean, it is a win con. And actually, this is a win con that you want to play alongside rats. Yeah. Like you just sticks it back on the bottom and then you like... Play an Evolving Wilds and shuffle it back in. Yeah. Or whatever. And you're like, oh, cool. I have my removal spell back. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, like it seems, again, God forbid, like little Teferi. Yeah. Kill your thing. Play my 2-3 attack. Bounce my 2-3. Kill your thing. Yeah. Real okay, good. Cool. Yeah, it is it is a card that is going to see like wild amounts of play. This is, other than a card here in a second, this is probably the most expensive rare in the set. Probably. Or second most. Yeah. Right. It's just going to see a ton of standard play. Like, Hero's Downfall was just $10 forever. Yep. 10 to $15. Veraska's Contempt got up to $20. I think it was more than 20 Right? That's just, This is just the rare that's going to see tons of play. Yep. Because, like, there's always some, like, reasonable black deck. Like, this could be, like, this plus, uh, is it Dread Presence? Mm-hmm. Is, like, the start of a reasonable, like, mono black control deck that its card advantages, its removal spells also a creature. Yep. I really like Dread Presence, too. I think that it's a shame that card doesn't see more play. Yeah, so this is a card to look out for. Yep. This next card, I don't know if it has a fair mode. Like, the card's either totally busted or wildly unplayable. Well, it has a lot going for it because the first line of text in this card is it's free. Yes, which, if a card's free, it's usually busted. Yeah. So this, Like Hogak. Like Hogak. Uh, so this is, oh, where is it at? Once Upon a Time. Yep. It's one on a green. Oh, I didn't, God, I didn't realize this part. It's one on a green for an instant. Yeah. And if this spell is the first spell you've cast this game, you may cast it without paying its mana cost. 
Okay. And so what it does is look at the top five cards of your library. Five cards. You may reveal a creature or land card from among them and put them into your hand and put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Yep. Now, one, we've gone back to a random order from like in any order. Like yeah, it's like, that's kind it, of awkward. It, it like switches back and forth. Like I don't yeah. know why they can't get, decide how they're going to template these. But the fact that like you could play 23 lands mm-hmm. and like go... Scryland, go on your end step. Look at my top five cards. Right, right. And like, oh, like I'm gonna hit my two drop. Or if you're on the draw, you play this on your opponent's turn before you take your turn. Yeah, and you know exactly what you're gonna like need. Yeah. Yep. Like you just play it on your turn before you like play. Yeah, your I mean you can do that yeah. too. Yeah. You have a, you have a free way to like fix your your draws. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Sphinx, Curator of Mysteries. Yeah. Right, where if it was in your opening hand, you get to do a thing. You get, you to, get like, to scry three. three. Yeah, this is as at two mana. It's like again borderline eternal playable. Oh, I th- I definitely think it's eternal playable. And like the the free portion of it, yeah. makes it eternal playable. Oh, absolutely. Like I think Teamer Delver looks at this card hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it gets all of its win cons. It also gets Wasteland, which it wants. And it also, like with Ren and Six, Wasteland's even more important. Yeah. So this card solves a whole bunch of problems for that deck. I also am pretty sure that they play this in the Neo Brand deck. Oh, yeah. The Neo Form deck? Absolutely. Yeah. Bonkers. It pitches the Allosaurus Rider. Yeah, it It gets you a quarter of the way through your library on turn one. Yeah, a quarter of the way? Well, yeah, seven and five is thirteen. Oh, if or you... twelve, I guess. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Your opening hand plus this is you're, almost a quarter of the way through your library. Twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, and you're gonna find a land. Yeah. Like, if you just need like a second land or a piece of fast mana. Yep. Yeah. This. Oh, card... that's true too. It finds a spirit guide. Mm-hmm. Bonkers. It does a lot. Like. I wonder if Depths goes back to playing Spirit Guides and plays this, like Super Turbo Depths. It could. The card is unbelievable if it says put into your graveyard. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, broken if it says like, that. Then, then, like, lands plays it, and you yeah. just throw, you pick your yeah. best land, and you throw five lands in your graveyard, and, yeah. like, a life from the low. Like, yeah. Hey. We're doing it. It just seems like there's so many, like things this can do yeah again this is one of those cards that it's either busted right now mm-hmm. or you buy a bunch of them when like people are like oh it's not busted yeah and then you wait three years and it's busted right like i don't think there's like a middle ground for it it's like when is it busted it's not is it busted it's yeah. when is it busted so if this card doesn't do any anything for three or four weeks buy every foil you can yes like, if they're, like, you know, if they get down to, like, $8 for the foils, just yeah. grab them all up. Yep. And right now, like, $13 for the pre-order price is, like, the super high-end craziness. Yeah, I don't think it's $13, like, but... Even even cards that are seeing play, like, I mean, if you want to use, like, Elvish Reclaimer, mm-hmm. which is seeing play in Legacy, Yeah. right, the foils are $8. Right. For a card that is actually seeing play. Mm-hmm. And this set seems like it is going to be popular. Just yeah. from a flavor perspective? Oh, absolutely. This card is drip, or this set is dripping with flavor. So I think that people are going to open a lot of packs, which mm-hmm. is going to drive the price down. Yeah. Yeah. So this card just seems absurd. Now, I'm wondering is this like part of a set, a cycle? It might be. Because this is like random to give like green a random free spell. Uh, well, I mean, it could very well be. It could be um, a cycle of 
things in every story. Maro also said in his preview article today that um, we're getting Happily Ever After also. Okay. Happily Ever After is part of every story, so they weren't going to make one for every different story, but they made one for all of them. So okay. it might be part of a cycle. Yeah, Once Upon a Time, Happily Ever After. Yeah. Trying to think of other things that like start stories. Well, I mean, it wouldn't necessarily have to be like starting and stopping a story, just parts of every story. Like okay. the, the prince could be one or whatever. Okay, fair. So yeah, that card is super interesting. Yep. What do you think about this uh, Witch's Vengeance? Which is oh, is the this, new Bioblight. That's one black black. Any creature type gets neg three, neg three. Yep, it's a sorcery. It's not instant speed, but I think it's fine. It's narrow. Yeah, it might be a risk. This might be the like we print an answer to something in the in the following set. Yeah, right. So maybe this is a response to elementals, elementals, or um, like Field of the Dead, where maybe like Legion's End might be a little too narrow. Yeah, and like a wrath like blows up your board, but like if you have a bunch of fairies and then you say zombies, yeah, you wrath their board and you're fine. Yeah. No, I think it probably has a home, maybe as like a sideboard card, mm-hmm. right? Because like Ritual of Soot also does a lot yeah. of the same thing in like a control deck. So yeah, but no, I think it definitely will have a home somewhere. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's a reasonable answer. So the other card that makes me just think that Wizards doesn't know what to do with cards that say 2GG on them <laughs> is Questing Beast. Yeah, this card has a lot of text. It is a ton of text. It just seems like it's trying to answer like... Everything. Everything in the format. Yeah. So two green green for a four four, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah. It yeah. also has Vigilance, Death Touch, and Haste. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. It also can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less, so like your field of the Zed zombies do nothing here. Holy moly. And then it says combat damage that would be dealt by creatures you control can't be prevented. So if your opponent blocks with a pro green creature, sucks to be you, it dies. This creature seems great. Oh, wait. Uh, Whenever Questing Beast deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to target Planeswalker that player controls. So it assassinates Planeswalkers too. Yeah, so it like attacks for kind of like eight. Yeah. It's like 40 you, 40 your Planeswalker. Yeah. What the hell? (laughs) This card's insane. Right. Like we all thought like shifting Ceratops was like a pushed like two green green. Pro blue, whatever. Yeah, can't be countered. And then like a laundry list of things you can give it for green. This is like all of that, but you don't have to like pay the extra green to give it haste in the laundry list. You yeah. just get to like have everything. Yep. And it like kind of reads like it's okay. Well, maybe these like War of the Spark Planeswalkers were too good. We need to have like an answer, <laughs> right? If your opponent goes like Narset Downtick, yeah, and you're on the play and you just like slam this, hit them for four, kill their Narset, yeah. That's a cute Narset. Yeah, like, okay, cool. Or they're like Teferi, Downtick, Bounce something, and you're just like, poof. Kill your Teferi. And for you. Right. Right? And like, oh, you have dumb little creatures they can't block. Yeah. Right? It just seems like it does like everything. It's like, well, this will hopefully fix everything. So think about the two green, green creatures we have in this format right now. Mm -hmm. Nullhide Ferox. Right. A 6-6 for two green, green with a drawback. Yeah. You have- Shifting Ceratops. Shifting Ceratops. 5-4 5-4 can't be countered. Yeah. Now you have this. It's you also have... The wolf guy. Night pack ambusher. Oh, yeah, the night pack ambusher. Yeah. 4-4 four, four for 2 four, green, four green with flash, flash that yeah. makes wolves. Yeah. 
Like, it's just like they're like, okay, two green green, we can do whatever semi ridiculous thing we want. And they can't all be playable because one of them is going to be the best. Well, I don't know. You could play probably most of them behind a Vivian, right? You could. But just more thinking of like, you're not going to be able to, like, you can't have four play sets of two green green in your deck. Like, one of them has to be the best one. Yeah. Uh, It's this one. It probably is this one. Yeah. And you, like, I don't know, you sideboard in your shifting ceratops if your opponent, like, Tries to play a counterspell. You're yeah, like, cool. That's that's cute. Like that's the only line of text this card is missing is can't be countered. Like, do you just play Veil of Summer instead of Ceratops? So <laughs> you just you're just like, well, I'll wait till turn five and I'll draw a card yeah. off of this as well, and then I mean, maybe yeah, like you just are like, fine. I guess I'll just board in Veil of Summer and then like jam my guy through that way. Yeah, it seems super pushed, and yep. I just don't know if this they they feel like they can do whatever they want for two green green. Maybe. Because, like, it's just weird that all of these cards, like... Maybe they're trying to push the format away from the huge ramp decks. Maybe, like, because these are more, like, aggressive green yeah. things. Yeah, it's more like a stompy card than a ramp card. Yeah. It's also kind of weird. I pointed out right before the podcast that uh, this is a legendary creature beast. Yeah. And it doesn't have a proper name. Yeah, he's it's just, just questing, questing beast. beast. So, kind of yeah. odd. Yeah, he should be, like, Bob the questing beast or yeah, something. something. I, but I pointed out it's kind of like... like Massacre Girl, where like that is what she that is the title she has given herself or whatever, or people have given her. So it's just a self aware beast that calls itself the questing beast? I guess. Like <laughs> but it's it's weird that usually legendary creatures are like name, comma. Yeah. Okay, so there's another card that's not on our like spoiler okay. thing here, but there's this is a me card. It's uh Sir what's his name? Sir Conrad. Yeah. Sir uh, Conrad the Grim. Yes. So okay, here he is. This is an uncommon Mm-hmm. that is just a paragraph of text. Yeah, I think it's a little expensive to do what you want it to do, but why don't you read the card? Uh, so it's three black black yep. for a 5-4. Yep. Whenever another creature dies mm-hmm. or a creature is put into a graveyard from anywhere other than the battlefield mm-hmm. or a creature card leaves your graveyard, right? Sir Conrad the Grim deals one damage to each opponent. Yep. Trinket text, one of the black, each player puts the top card of their library into their graveyard. Mm-hmm. You just get this guy out and then figure out a way to flip your deck over. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's quite as easy as that. Gorio's Vengeance, flip stuff over. You oh. Don't, you don't have Faithless Looting to get it in there, but you're just like Gorio's Vengeance. So are we brewing a new Legacy deck? You could. Like, this is like... The Ranged Hermit with no basics? He's banned, isn't he? Is he? Mm, pretty sure. Oh. Because, like, I think Oops All Spells would be jamming... Oh, yeah, probably. Deranged Tournament. But, like, just the, like... What about the Spy? Bellashirt Spy is three, is, there's the one, there's Undercity Informant, which is, like, two and a black, activated ability, one, flip till you hit a basic, or okay. flip till you hit a land. Yeah. So it's four to activate, and then Bellashirt Spy is three and a black, comes in, flip till you hit a basic, or flip okay. till you hit a land. So, like, you need, like, six. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, what is it called? It's kind of like, uh, oh gosh. Another wind con for Char, oops, it's I guess. Char Belcher. Yeah. Right. You need six mana and Char Belcher. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, but it, it is a card that, like, I think that they were saying on the Arena Decklist podcast, if this is good in standard, mm-hmm. it's bad for standard because you're just trying to, like, play this and then just take your deck and dump it into your library or dump it into your graveyard and win the game. Right. So if it's bad, you have, like, a functional format. If it's good, it's because it's busted, and it just you're just like take these cards from this zone and put them in this zone and win the game. Hmm, that's interesting. 
right? Because we also have the surveil enabler still. Yeah. Like, I mean... Uh, like, we have Narcomoeba, we have Creeping Chill, mm-hmm. we have this thing. Is there a way just to vomit stuff in your graveyard? Uh-huh. It's a 6-6 six, six flyer for three black black. Well, kind of. Doom Whisperer? Yeah. I mean, I you're paying life to do it, but yeah. you're just like... Like I guess you, creeping chills get back some of that life, though. Yeah, if you have like if you had like a bit of an aggro plan and yeah. you dealt them some damage, not, now it's just a race. How many things can I flip over? Yeah, yeah, hmm. but you have the surveil cards as a way, like you know, discovery, dispersal. Yeah, throw cards into your graveyard. Yeah, it seems. I hadn't thought about that. That's interesting. Yeah, so like it's just. Can I still I... think it's kind of expensive. Oh, but... it is. It is like that was why like Gorio's Vengeance is a yeah. If you can make that work. What's um the blue card from Origins? The uncommon? Sphinx's Tutelage? Sphinx's Tutelage, whenever you draw a card, target player mills. Yeah, mills until... They hit two cards. Or if they hit two cards that uh, they are hit two different cards colors. The same, if they hit two non-land cards that are the same color, they mill you re- again. You repeat it? You repeat it. So they had to put that in there so you couldn't just mill them out with uh, yeah. Painter. a Painter Servant. Yeah. It's a way to maybe do something busted. Yeah. And maybe it's just a question of, or, you know, again, in Legacy, you dread return it. Yeah, you could dread return it. But, like, in Oops, all of your cards are in the graveyard already. Yeah. So then you're just Lotleth Gianting them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lotleth Giant. Legacy playable. Legacy playable. Legacy win con <laughs> standard unplayable trash. I should buy some foils of that uncommon. So, any other singles you want to talk about, or do you want to I save think right uh, now? We'll save the bigger stuff once we have the whole like spoiler. We can kind of go through and go deeper you know. on some of the stuff. Yeah, and we can you know try to do a better job of picking. Though you did hit Field of the Dead as your like big M twenty card. Boy, did I! Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, we call that a cold shot. It was. It was. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if Scape Shift will be good enough. It was good enough. Like making forty zombies is a plus apparently. You know, I appreciate you remembering that. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> it's on video. I can't like block it out. You can just like call up the YouTube video and be like, right here. You were like, I don't know, and I was like, I know. All right, so brawl, brawl. All right. They were on Arena over this weekend. Yes, and they uh, were great. Yes, it was a lot of fun. It was basically all the I played ranked until mm-hmm. Brawl came out, and yep. then I just played Brawl because I have liked all the singleton formats. Yep. I like really wished you could change the decks because like after yeah. like playing a billion games of Chulane, I was like, well, I kind of wish I had some more enchantment removal <laughs> in this deck. Yeah. It's bad um, when your Chulang gets turned into a frog. It, it is super bad. Yeah. Um, At least in Jund, you get to uh, sacrifice it to something and then yes, cast and then it try again. again. Yeah. I played three of the four decks. I replayed the, refused to play the fourth one. I played them all. Um, I played way more Chulane and Corvald than I did the others, but I played all of them. Yeah. So we kind of thought that Chulane Teller of Tales... That mm-hmm. deck was probably the best deck. What was it called? It's like Wild something. Oh, I didn't write down the names of them. Yeah, I'm not I. sure. Uh, anyway, the yep. Bant one yep. was probably the best. So Chulane is two white, green, uh, blue for yep. a 2 4. That whenever you play a creature spell, whenever you cast a creature spell, you draw a card mm-hmm. and can put a land on the battlefield. Right. And then you can pay three and tap Chulane. And return a creature card from your battlefield to your hand. Yep. He also has Vigilance, so he can attack and then tap. Yeah. So you can, like, every time you cast a creature, you draw a card, which is probably another creature, and it gives you the mana to cast those creatures. Yep. And if you run out of creatures, it's fine. Just so pull, you put one back in your hand. Right. Uh, so you could, you know, lock people out of the game with Frilled Mystic. Yep. Um, another cute interaction with this deck was um, the Biomancer's Familiar. 
Yeah. Because it makes it one mana to return something in your hand that was really cool. Yeah. That was one of the things I like wanted to cut from the deck. Oh, you didn't like that? I thought it was neat. It was neat, but yeah. like just in terms of like if I was gonna play the deck, like it's a powerful thing. I was yeah. kinda like, eh, like it it's not a powerful enough card on its own, I didn't think. Well yeah, I mean the rest of the card like doesn't really do anything in the deck, so Yeah. There's one Sharkto Crab. Yeah. And one and of course one. And then uh an Incubation Druid were the only two like adapt yeah. creatures. Um Incubation Druid probably stays, but Sharkto Crab probably goes. Yeah, right? no, I yeah. Yeah. Something that I thought that all the decks did was it seemed like they had like their a plan yeah and then they needed to throw like four cards in yeah so then they like threw in four cards that were like some random b plan yeah so like the Junduan corvald two black red green yep for a four four flyer mm-hmm. comes in the battlefield sack a permanent yep and when you sack a permanent put a plus one plus one counter on him and draw a card correct this had like a whole bunch of things that sacrificed creatures and benefited from sacrificing creatures mm-hmm and then all yeah had like three proliferate cards. Yeah, the proliferate's really weird in this it, deck. Like, I didn't I, understand why it was there. I feel like it's just like we need to fill out four cards. Yeah. We can't put Chandra Accolade of Flame in here. Yeah. Uh so we're gonna put Evolution Sage. Yeah. And I mean some games got away f- mm-hmm. from your opponents when you played Evolution Sage, but for the most part you were like Yeah, especially when you had like Angreth out or something. Yeah, you got you're to like, make I'm use gonna I'm gonna do like eight other things before I get around to doing yeah. Evolution Sage. Right. The Pollen Bright um, Druid. Yeah. And yeah. Pollen Bright Druid. So there's just like a couple like random proliferate things and you're just like, yeah. okay, clearly you just needed to like put some cards in here. Yeah. And you're like, well, this guy gets plus one, plus one counters. Let's, what's something we can put that puts plus one, plus one counters yeah. on Yeah. Wasn't great though. Yeah. The deck was really good. I really enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah. The deck. deck was really good. I know you, you really liked Chulane, but I really, I didn't think that Corvold was that far behind Chulane as I far as played, power level goes. I played Corvold for the last two days. Like, I yeah. didn't even play any Chulane. I just played Corvold. Yeah. I think power level is pretty close. Yeah. I think in the, the big difference between these two commanders and the other two is they say draw a card. Right. Like, you can just, like, grind through your deck and just see so many more cards in your opponent that it's just, like, laughable. Mm -hmm. Now, it does have the the normal problem with, you know, some degree modern magic. Like, you get, like, you untap with your commander or you, like, untap with your engine piece. Yeah. And then, like, you bury your opponent in the game ends. Yeah. Just, you get so much advantage. Right. Like, you're, like, you ramp into Chulane on turn four mm-hmm. you untap you play three creatures and the game stops right it maybe doesn't end for six more turns but the game ended on turn five when yeah. you untap with your yeah or you untap with a corvold and you play a plague crafter you draw a card put a counter on your guy kill one of your opponent's things or uh if you have witch's oven yeah which is oven like, too yeah play corvold go into full control mode yeah sack the creature in response to his trigger with to the oven yeah draw a card then sack the food that you made to Corval to draw a card. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. plus good time. Yeah, you like, or like Priest of Forgotten Gods. Yeah, Priest of Forgotten Gods is great. You're just like, oh, I'm going to just draw all the cards yeah, now. Draw three cards, hit you for two, make you sack a creature, get two mana. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Like, good, good game, Use everyone. the two mana to sack a food, put another counter, draw another card. Yeah, I did uh, the Ravenous Dragon where it makes two treasures. Yeah. Like, you're just like, play guy, sack thing. Sack my two treasures to sack of food. Yeah. <laughs> Draw four cards. <laughs> yeah. Just like, hey, how are, how are you doing? Yeah. Uh, how's your 2-3 commander treating you? Yeah, oh, that's cute. Awful? <laughs> Just awful. Yeah. I mean, I did have a couple games where, like, the Esper deck was awkward because yes. the thing has death touch. and Yeah. So 
Alela, artful provocateur. Yep. One white, black, blue. Yep. For Death Touch, Flying, and Lifelink. Yep. It's a 2-3? Two, 2-3. Three. Two, three. Yep. When you cast an artifact or enchantment, make a 1-1 one, one flyer. But she gives all your flyers plus 1, plus 0. Oh. Yep. Right. So you make a bunch of 2-1 flying fairies. Right. When she's out. The problem with the deck is, is like, it had creatures in it. Yeah, it should not have had creatures right? in it. So, like, everything needed to be an artifact or an enchantment because you would, like, play your commander. And then if you if you had drawn the creature part of your deck, yeah. your commander was a four mana, like, unplayable. So, this deck probably gets better when we go back to Theros. Yeah. Because everything just turns into an enchantment. And I think it gets better if you're making the conscious decision of, like, I'm not putting creatures in this deck. Yeah. You just right? fill like, it out with... I need a removal spell. Yeah. I'm playing Oath of Kaya. Yeah. Everything in your deck has, you know, make a creature staple to it, so... Yeah. every Yeah. So everything, but you're just playing all of these enchantments. That's yeah. all you're doing. I think you're in a much better spot. Mm-hmm. It might benefit the most in power level of, like, an actual, like, focus build. Like, yeah. you had mentioned, like, Divine Visitation. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, cool. Like, I win now. Yeah. Like, play I'm, my commander, play a one-mana artifact, get a 5-5. Five, five. Make an angel. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or you get a 5-4, five, 5-4, four, five, four, yeah. Cool, I win now. Like, yeah. Right, so I think that it's going to benefit the most from just building a deck. Mm-hmm. Where you're not limited by, like, we can only put six rares in this deck. Right. And then... Sir Gwyn, Hero of Ashvale, was the Mardudu deck. Okay, let me see if I can... This one's three, black, white, red. Yep. Vigilance, Menace. When a creature that is equipped attacks, you lose a life and draw a card. Mm-hmm. Uh, all equipment has uh, equipped zero to knights. Right. And it's a 5-5? Five, five? Yep. One, it's the most expensive commander for reasons yeah i don't know why and it suffers like the same problem as the esper deck yeah which is like your commander says play equipment yeah so if you draw the equipment half of your deck but you don't draw any creatures to put it on yeah right your opponent just sits with a removal spell for when you play your sir gwen on turn six kills it right or you draw all these creatures and then your commander does Nazi. Right. So you just have this like weird thing where you have two halves of your deck. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you fix this one. I went through and made a tentative list of upgrades for when we do our upgrade video. And this one by far had the shortest list by like 50% yeah. at least. We will try. Yeah. But I think this one's going to be the hardest to yeah. like fix. Do we know when these release? I think it's like the week after release. Okay. Like, it's like early October. Okay. So when they come out, unless you are really into knights, kind of our tentative tier list is number one, Chulain, number two, Corvold, number three, Alela, and then number Big four gap. is uh, Sir Gwyn. Yeah. And I think also that Chulain and Corvold might be the two of the commanders that might be standard playable. Yeah. Chulane, you could definitely see like a Bant ramp deck where you like play this and you have one mana mm-hmm. and you play like Slothers or Boreal Grazer. Boreal Grazer. And yeah. like draw a card and like play two lands. Yeah. <laughs> and like the world is then your oyster. You do whatever you want. Yeah. You find a field of the dead. <laughs> yeah. And like you just have this like backdoor like field of the dead plan. And you're like, oh, cool. I win now. Yeah. Um, that you get to go get with Elvish Reclaimer. Yeah. That puts a land in the battlefield and draws you a card. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's if you have Corvold, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, but when no, it, when, you, when, you, when you play, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. so you get like all you get like a much better yeah. deck. Uh, same with like Corvold, yeah, right. Like the black red sacrifice deck was a like reasonable deck yeah. last season, and you could see like Corvold at like the top end, like. Mm-hmm. You know, you play your Corvold and activate your Chandra. Oh yeah, this def this is definitely better than uh, Bantu. Yeah, like that was the worst card in that deck was Bantu. I hated casting Bantu. Yeah, so you just play this and you're just like, oh, like I'm gonna draw a bajillion cards yeah. and gonna bury you now. Right. And like at five, it's like reasonable to cast mm-hmm. it. The Esper one, I don't know if she's standard playable. Yeah, I don't know if it is. Like that's not the direction that the Esper decks are going right now. Yeah. And why are you going to play those colors if you're just going to be doing something inferior with them? Yeah, like you're if you're not playing Teferi and Narset and Esper, like what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Um, and then the Mardu one just said Kim being six. Yeah, just is say no. Too much. Yeah, they're reasonable. They all they all can like they're all a good starting point if you want to like play Brawl. Yeah. Like again, I think it's one of those things as well that you could just like buy one mm-hmm. and like your friend buy one and just like play. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's kind of why we ranked them, though. Was so I yeah. think they're going to be more popular than people originally thought, so they're going to sell out pretty quick. I'm sure that they're going to do another wave or two, but you might want to pick up like the Bant or the Jund one quick. on the front end. Yeah, yeah because like, they might not be available for too long until the second print run comes. Yeah, and you know there is kind of a price a ceiling on what the single costs, but yeah, I mean a lot of the commander decks sell for. Above MSRP. Right. So that is all this stuff before we get to Arena. Yeah. Um, that should have covered everything in the WotC announcement, right? Plus some? Yep. So Arena data this week, I think that a lot of people, uh, ourselves included, got sucked into playing Brawl. Uh, yeah, I played. This is the most Arena I have played in probably a month and a half, two months. Yeah, I think I... Now, granted, we both had some time off for yeah. uh, for Hurricane. Yeah. But thanks, Dorian. Thanks for not messing up things too badly <laughs> and allowing us to have time off of work. I think I got 15 wins yeah. two or three days. Yeah. So we only had 57 games reported in gold, and we only had like 76 games reported overall, mm-hmm. and the other 19 were me and Platinum. Yeah. And so I was like, well, so the 57 games in gold, uh, when I tweeted this out again, like were like Grixis mid range or Grixis control was 19% of the meta game. That's weird. Super weird. And then Esper was 14%. So like hard, like blue, black X control decks. Yeah. Slash like mid rangey things. Cause those decks kind of like mush. Yeah, they overlap a little. Right was a third of the meta game hmm. and then scape shift was 16 percent, and then off meta was 19 percent again uh i know that there was an article by andrea Mangucci saying that if uh kethis is good mm. like old esper control is good against kethis so you should play esper control so that might have been like a the response reaction. yeah because right now if you're playing a bunch of lava coils and Legion's End, and you're just exiling all of their Kethises and other pieces, it makes it hard for them to, like, assemble the combo. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Hand Disruption plus Exile Effects. Yeah. And, like, you both those decks get to, like, board into Ashiok. Yeah. Which is good against that deck as well. So that could be where it's coming from as, like, a response to Kethis. So they didn't see a lot of Kethis in here at all. Like, we got probably this week, next week, and then after that, like, is when... Like that Thursday is when well, the, the tw- set releases. The 26th is when it comes out on Arena, right? When they 
yeah when it when it yeah. launches as the full yeah. game i hope when they get it out of beta that like it runs better because yeah. it seems like the performance has just like gone steadily down it really has i mean i'm playing on a dinosaur computer so i definitely notice it but yeah like i'm playing on kind of a potato yeah but the potato ran it fine well i'd rather play on a potato than a dinosaur yeah <laughs> dinosaur potato but recently it's just been like slow like opening like the deck page like i have a bunch of decks built that i just need to like get rid of yeah and like that page like takes forever to load and it's like impossible to scroll through and stuff yeah hopefully they like clear some of this up because like as they as they've added new things it just seems like it just gets like more and more bogged down yeah and it's not like graphics stuff it doesn't seem like well like when i started noticing it was when they had that stupid cat yeah. When when they added the cat, I noticed. But like, it it's even down. like you know, like I said, like when you're looking at like your decks and you have yeah. like you've got like twenty decks or however many decks you have. Yeah. And it's like you can't scroll through the page or it like loads super slow. It's like, well, that's not a graphics issue. It's right. just like it being slow. Load some some information, man. Yeah. So hopefully that gets fixed. Uh, yeah. So this is like the last like two weeks of the standard format. Yeah. It'd be nice to see something different. Speaking of something different, we have uh, a new event this coming weekend, right? Yeah, speaking of uh, rotation yeah. and the end of standard. Yep. They're calling it like 2020 standard or the standard yeah. 2020. Basically, it's a format that you can only play cards that are not rotating. So, right. so it's guilds, guilds forward. Allegiance, War, Core 2020. And I think whatever yeah. cards you earn. Oh, from the Brawl thing? I really? I think. Oh, that'd be cool. I'm not 100% sure. I don't really remember what the rewards were but yeah the rewards were they anything playable uh sword core vault uh, oh yeah one of them. <laughs> the red white night lord oh okay was one so i'm opening up arena right now so we can figure out uh if you can play those cards the format is that and it's it's set up like a, a regular event where you have like a loss cap okay and the loss cap is one okay so if you go 2-0 you get 200 experience mm-hmm if you and if you lose a game, you are kicked out of the event. But the event's free to enter, so you can just keep doing it. So if you go two zero, you get two hundred experience. If you go three zero, do you get four hundred experience? If you go two zero, you get two hundred experience. Event ends. You go oh, back okay. in. If you go two zero again, you get two hundred experience. So it's only two matches. It's only two matches. Gotcha. I don't know if it's best of one, or oh, okay. I mean, I. I could start one, but this my little potato can only do so much. Yeah, and it's recording the podcast right now, so let's, yeah, let's, let's hold off. Let, on let's that. hold off. But it does say that you can. I opened it because it says uh, uh, play using Guilds of Ravnica, Ravnica Allegiance, War of the Spark, Core Twenty Twenty, and Throne of Eldraine. Okay. So let me slowly load. Oh, it actually. Hey, my deck's actually loaded fast this time. All right. Let well, me see if in the collection thing if it has Eldraine as an option now. Yeah. No, I don't know how I'm supposed to figure out, like, get Eldraine cards. Because hmm. it's not, like, a set I can look at. Weird. But it says I can play them. Oh, no. But if you search for a card name. Yeah. It'll like, pop up that way. Yeah. I just search for S-Y-R for Sir. Yeah. And Sir Conrad pops up as a card. All right. So those cards, though you can't, like, set the set as a filter, mm. those cards you are all cards. You can search them by name. You can search them by name. Which would require one to remember what the rewards were. Yeah. Which, oops. <laughs> I did not realize I needed to take notes as I played the game. But, you, you know. Probably look, it's probably somewhere online. You can probably look it up. The internet exists. This yeah. is true. Yeah, so I think that that's probably going to eat up a lot of time in the next week or two, especially yeah. like if you find something that is 
reasonable that you can like if you can win sixty six percent of your matches, right? Right, that'll be enough to get you some mastery experience going forward. So, what do we think is a good deck for this weekend? Well, I think we we know where my head's at. Yeah, blue green big stuff. Yeah, uh, the Golos deck that's been in standard, mm-hmm. it loses Nexus of Fate. Right. As like a thing for Golos to activate, but I think general big dumb idiot could just fit well in that slot, just like big thing to yeah. smash people with or like some like extra value engine. Like if you're just like playing Cavalier of Thorns for if you're drawing three cards and you play like Risen Reef, Cavalier of Thorns on the land, like, yeah. yeah, you win. Yeah, that's fine. That's my guess because like big standards usually have, it's weird that this big standard doesn't have like a really dominant aggro deck. Like, yeah, like, uh, Vampires is more mid-rangey, but usually when you have a big standard format, right, all those, like, one mana, two ones, and, like... The made draft environments possible. Yeah. Yeah. You get enough of them that you have, like, aggro decks. Right. And it's weird that we haven't had yeah. an aggro deck. I think it's just because Field of the Dead, like... It validates everything. Yeah, you're like, oh, hey, I got the, I got you to eight. I'm like, okay, I'm going to gain four life and yeah. make it so you can never attack me on the ground Make again. all of the two twos. And just, like, thinking about, like, just kind of how standard has changed when's the last time you've seen someone cast uh rekindling phoenix that card's still in the format yeah that's weird it's just gone away yeah there was uh like that gruel mid-range deck that we were playing for a little while the stompy deck yeah like that was the last deck to play it right and that and deck that was, was like, only kind of like fringe playable yeah and that was like that was in war that was before core 2020 it might have even been before war yeah like it was like we, i think that was uh old domery not new domery yeah so like it was like a legion standard yeah, it might have been like two sets ago six months six ago months. that's crazy it's great like the card just has like gone away yeah right i don't know if it's because it fails the teferi test oh well, i mean it does yeah dang that's it <laughs> well that was a waste of four mana yep so it was a time walk yeah oh yeah so this should be interesting i don't know if there's like i don't know if there's like another like kind of like deck like elementals yeah like you want to play elementals i think that is fine like that's kind yeah. of a a self-contained like 2020 deck but there's yeah. you're not using a lot of cards before it right um just the mana base just the mana base vampires is out vampires is out because you lose all the ixalan stuff yeah. dinosaurs is out yeah. yeah i don't know i don't know other than like nissa go big yeah because you still have hydrated crisis and like you lose lenore elves mm-hmm. but like the two mana accelerants are fine can we uh retweet some stuff this weekend for our listeners who happen to uh like want to spend some time on this event yeah i think so like we can like like if we put together some deck lists yeah or like i'm sure that like you know i can you know move some like arena deck list lists Mm -hmm. to like out of the twitter account just to find just like because i'm sure people are gonna be like oh i went like 10 and 2 with this today yeah so we should be able to find some stuff yeah i think uh if any of you guys plan on spending any time on Arena, this is an important weekend for you because it'll get you closer to your mastery. Yeah, it'll um, get you a few packs, yeah. a few extra packs that you wouldn't have otherwise got. Yeah. How good is, like, Golosing into, like, Flood of Tears and then putting your Golos back down? Probably pretty good. Just, like, Flood of Tears, play Golos. Like, yeah, you bounce a bunch of, th- you bounce, like, a Risen Reef and, a, like, a Mana Dork and a, yeah. a Golos and, like, you're and something else. And you're just like, oh, Golos again. Get a two-two from my field of the dead. Yeah, go. So there's there's probably something there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I can't think of an aggro deck. Yeah, I don't. know. Um, Esper control loses its hammer into fairy. Yeah, big to fairy. Like Liliana might be able to fill that. It does a very different thing. It does a very different does. thing. 
But like if the if the format's about a bunch of creatures, yeah. Like if you can play it's her true. tick down and like blow up two things, like yeah. that might be a reasonable like exchange. Yeah. But I don't know. So we'll find out this weekend and we'll keep you posted. Yep. So with that, I think that's pretty much everything this week, right? Uh yeah, I think so. I don't think there was that is too the, much else. That is the whole list. Yep. So check us out on Twitter at Casual Tripod. We'll try to Whatever list we kind of stumble upon slash uh, find yep. uh, on the internet, we'll try to let you guys know that. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Casual Tryhard MTG. You can hit us up on email, at show at casualtryhardmtg.com. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Casual Tryhard MTG. You guys, make sure you let us know what you want to see out of the brawl stuff. Yeah, we'll for, do something, but steer us in the right direction. Yeah, whether it's gameplay or just a review. I think either one we're probably fine with. It's whatever you guys want to want to find. So. And with that, we'll catch you next week. Yep, we'll catch you at FNM.